This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. It's almost impossible for us to know what the exact cost, and it's hard for us to say that's exactly what was happening in Uvalde, but it's likely that this is affecting the way that police do their jobs. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine, which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see Keltec's reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other Keltec weapons, and products, check out keltechweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. These people are ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous in the language Olympics that they are engaging in. They don't they don't want you to discuss some of the common denominators here with monkeypox. I mean, it's like it's behaving and it's spreading like it's an STD. It has to do primarily, and you can get mad about it all you want to. It has to do, I mean, really mainly with uh, men and the gay men. That's it. That's who is most, it looks like it's most, most affected by this, but everybody's like so terrified to talk about, Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, you can't talk about it because it's bad or it's I, I or you're you're going to be a bigot. Do you realize how bigoted it is to say that it's bigoted to note that it's only happening in like male gay communities, that this is where the transmissions are going crazy and that it has nothing. It has more to do. Actually, it has everything to do with promiscuity and not orientation you can make that argument now who's the bigot now it's because people are acting like whores that's why be honest about it and it just happens to be that it's apparently getting the dudes the gay dudes stop being promiscuous there you go why is that so bad how is it shaming to say you know what if you engage in risky behavior there might be a consequence how dare you if you eat five boxes of Twinkies to a day, you may get fat. How dare you? There's no right to Twinkies, okay? No one wants to take responsibility for any action. So they're, everybody's engaging in the monkeypox monkey language Olympics. A friend of mine noted, because the, the myth or the, the talking points going around, and you heard from Dr. Tedros there, they're saying, well, the myth that sexual activity is the cause of monkeypox and that reducing it is a valid strategy for managing, you know, it doesn't make any sense. This is, they're acting like it's a, it's a smear of gay people. Yeah, have you seen, by the way, New York City's eligibility to get the vaccine for monkeypox? Do you know what the eligibility requirements are? Let me read it, okay? They said, quote, people who meet all of the below criteria are eligible to be vaccinated. 
are a gay, bisexual, or other man who has intercourse with men or who are transgender, non-conform, non-gender non-conforming, or gender non-binary. So, dudes, 18 or older, and have multiple or anonymous partners in the last 14 days. Now, here's the bold. If you do not meet these criteria, please do not make an appointment as you are not eligible to be vaccinated at this time. So it's dudes who have dude-on-dude relations. That's what the, that's, that's New York City. Don't get mad at me. Now, this is what the left wants to say. They want to say, well, you're just, you're just going after gay people. Well, actually, it's promiscuity within this community is what is actually the risk factor. But, I mean, oh my gosh. So they're engaged. Nobody wants to say it. Everybody's there. Nobody wants to engage in reality. So they're all playing the monkeypox language Olympics. And then and New York City has urged World Health Organization to rename monkeypox to avoid stigmatizing effects. Well, that'll make it go away. Right there. You just rename it and it goes away. First off, it's called monkeypox. I don't even know how it got that name. I just know it just came about. So who is this guy? Oh, Commissioner Ashwin Vassan. He wrote to Tedros. He wrote, he wrote a letter yesterday saying that he was concerned about how his city, again, is at the epicenter of a contagious disease. It's affecting the fabric of our community. And he writes this, quote, Further, we have a growing concern for the potentially devastating and stigmatizing effects that the messaging around monkeypox virus can have on vulnerable communities. And Vassan says he does not. Oh, boy. You ready for this sentence? Every... Okay, first off, grab something and sit down. Ready? Okay, here we go. I can't believe this is part of my job. I have to read this sentence. This is the dumbest thing. This dumbest sentence ever. Vassan says... That he has a, quote, serious concern over using the term monkeypox to refer to the virus due to, and these are his legitimate verbatim words from the letter, due to the painful and racist history associated with the name. What? Yeah. That's literally what he just said in his letter to the World Health Organization. Yeah. Did you get a, are you Okay. We're all gonna have we're all gonna have aneurysms from the level of stupidity coming out of New York's leadership. I yeah. So we need to change the name because it's racist and bigoted with the racism and just you know. Who, I don't think racist came up with the name why is that can we just first of all talk about the risk factors and who are getting it so we can tell people to stop getting it no you can't do that you can't tell people to stop being promiscuous within a subsect community because that is targeting those people or it's just noting that that's where all the transmission is happening and stopping promiscuous the vi the virus is a racist did you know that kane they the apparently apparently it is what i don't know that's what this guy's I, I don't know, man. This is also stupid.
this is what happens when you politicize everything. Everything. Now you can't even have a conversation about 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 any of it. Let's just just be quiet and don't say anything. Let's you know, people just go and get sick, I guess. I don't know. That's just it's crazy. They said that more than three thousand five hundred monkeypox cases have been confirmed by CDC in New York Leeds. They although they say that it's it's probably dra- dramatically undercounted because testing's limited. So to recap, you can't say that promiscuity within the gay male community is fueling the transmission increase because that's bigoted. But New York City says that you can only get the monkeypox vaccine if you are a promiscuous gay male. So there you have that, right? I mean, I'm looking, we're looking on the, and if you're watching the simulcast of the radio program, that is the screenshot from New York City Health. That is from their site. So, Kane, I'm confused. Um, I think that's, uh, that's by design. Yeah. The confusion is by design because then people can interpret it for themselves and then be divisive and fight about it. And I think that's all by design. And it's because they don't just say, gay they say they really multiple partners and if you because if you're gay and you are monogamous then you're not meeting the criteria so it's if you're a whore stop it i feel like bob newhart on that old snl skit just stop it but i can't send it just just stop it stop engaging in risky behavior why is that so bad to tell people why is that bigoted because that's what's fueling this. Golly. Otherwise, if you're not a promiscuous gay male, then don't apply. Or if you're not promiscuous, don't apply. You're, you don't meet the criteria. That's what they say. So now we have the World Health Organization getting involved in this. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. So I, I, I've got to lighten it up because it was, it was heavy. First off, here's a tweet from Conan O'Brien. The White House now says it's only a recession if you see a salamander wearing a top hat. It's true. Uh, AP in North Carolina, a sheriff says that a woman who was intent on revenge set fire to the wrong house. Oh, boy. North Carolina woman apparently seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend tried to set fire to his house, except Rowan County Sheriff's Office said that it was the wrong 
house. I'm sh- I wonder if the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend, watched her burn the wrong house, like from his window. They said the homeowner went to get a garden hose. He saw burning pieces of wood, which she had set around a propane tank. The hose didn't work because she had used sealant to block the flow of water. He actually grabbed his rifle and confronted her. Confronted her. She was holding one of his dogs on a leash. Oh my gosh! So she's charged with felony, first degree arson, assault with a deadly weapon, larceny of an animal. Bond is set at six figures. Uh, the house got twenty thousand dollars in damage. That's insane. So I was telling you about that diamond. A big pink diamond was discovered in Angola, the largest in three hundred years, one hundred and seventy carats. They think it's the largest gemstone found in 300 years. It's called the Lula Rose, and it was found at a diamond mine, and the diamond mine's owner is the Lucapa Diamond Company. They announced this Wednesday. I've never even heard of a a pink diamond. I've never even heard of it. What makes it pink? I'm interested. I don't want to get into, into too deep into geology, but I do think it's, you know, it's interesting. Okay, this is freaky. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I have aliens. I don't know. Baffled scientists have discovered... Perfectly, and I mean perfectly aligned holes that look like they were punched into the ocean floor 1.7 miles below the surface of the Atlantic Ocean. They look like it's like a human, like a, it's just really hard to think that it's, it's in a straight line. Each of the holes are like the exact same measurement. It is, it's in a perfectly straight line to make a straight, I mean, it's just, it's wild. Uh, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Ocean Exploration Group, that's a big name, posted this on their Facebook page. And they said, we observed these sublinear sets of holes in the sediment. They've been previously reported in the region, but their origin remains a mystery. That's creepy. Maybe the aliens can come and save us from ourselves. Stick with us. we got more in store. So I like... The show Stranger Things, and I've watched all of the, all three seasons. They're doing, the fourth one is the last one, and apparently it's only going to be a handful of episodes. So GQ, surprisingly, has a piece where they're slamming Netflix for retconning Stranger Things. They're, meaning they're retroactively editing them. And they claim, which I agree, that it is part of a dangerous TV trend. Now, the problem, this is what ended up happening. So in the very, the first season of Stranger Things, right? You have Nancy Wheeler, who is the, like one of the heroines of the show. She's the older sister to one of the main main kids. And then you have Will's brother. What's his brother's name? I don't even remember his brother's name because I don't like him. Uh, oh, was it was it Jonathan? Yeah, it was Jonathan. So he was the like weird kind of nerd that ended up him and Nancy ended up getting together and she left the, you know, best mom, Steve, for, you know, him. And I want Steve and Nancy to get back, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, so Jonathan, it was character development. He when he was in school that first season, he was a photographer and he was like really creepy taking these weird pictures of Nancy from behind bushes and stuff. And he was just a creep. Right. He was he was a weirdo. And it was. It was just, it was like borderline lewd. And that was part of his character. Well, now they're going back and they're editing that scene out. And I have no idea why, because he's grown as a character and you want him to be the good guy and you think that good guys can never have, there's, there's no, I don't know, it's like, it's so weird how all of these people want all of this nuance everywhere else, but when it comes to character, 
It's either or. It's just weird. He, that was part of his character development. He's a weirdo. He's a weird dude. That's how he's always been. But he doesn't fit their stereotype of what a good guy should be. Or they believe that you can't be the good guy unless you're all 100% good. Which completely just that invalidates everything ever about the human existence. It's just weird. You've seen that first season, right? He was a weirdo, Kane, right? He's a weird dude. So why edit that out? And apparently they're they're doing it. So if they're doing that, then what happens, you know, if you do like these patches, they com- they compared it actually to video games, which, you know, s- seems pretty accurate. And they were introducing it. They, they were comparing it to like the bug patches and all this stuff like, um, you know, for Call of Duty, if people were complaining about gun balance, then you could, you know, patch it, which this is obviously a little bit more exaggerated of that. But. They said that they did plan to, to retroactively edit. They did, they did a, an interview with Variety, with Variety last month, and they confirmed that they were going to retroactively edit some of this. And that's just messed up. I just think that's so messed up. They said that um, Matt Duffer, one of the Duffer brothers, said, quote, we have George Lucas things also that people don't know about. And he... Like that, giving an example of Jonathan photographing Nancy, but there's they're like that's doesn't that affect continuity? I mean, it does. It's just weird. It's just I hope I hope it's not. I hope they really aren't like doing all of this stuff. But I hope no shows do it. But what a bad trend that could create, right? To re, to go back and retroactively edit. Can you imagine them trying to do that to say I don't know Blazing Saddles? They'd have to they'd have to edit out the whole damn movie. That was a hysterical movie, and it had a point. Mel Brooks was like, we're making fun of this stuff. But people today are stupid, so who knows, you know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's kick it into some flower to me. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Oh boy. All right. First up, Florida man was arrested on a DUI charge after driving a scooter into Walmart shelves. Now, this is what amazes me. So this, this, this is in Melbourne, Florida. Um, yeah, just the other day, just yesterday. 39-year-old man, he was driving a motorized scooter in a Walmart. And he had his open backpack sitting in the scooter basket. And there was clearly an open bottle of Smirnoff vodka visible. Now, he was apparently running into shelves and hitting other customers. And police said that the man had glassy eyes, smelled like alcohol, and was totally unresponsive when asked 
to show his ID and had to be taken to the police car on a stretcher. Yeah. He was booked in Brevard County Jail on charges of DUI, refusal with prior citation, disorderly intoxication, possession of an open container. He was in a Walmart. So you can... Now, wait a minute. Hold up. If you're in a store and you're on like a little scooter, you know that even if it's not your scooter, you get on the scooter in the store. Can you get a DUI in the... You're not on... You're in the store aisle. I mean, he shouldn't have been drunk and doing... You know, obviously, because he had to get there, didn't he? But... I'm amazed at that. Can you really? Is that a real thing? You can do that? I'm just... So if you're on anything motorized, right? Or like a lawnmower in a store. In a store. Okay. I got it. I I did not know that. Not that I was planning on it. I don't want to give anybody the wrong idea. I just thought you had to be like on the road. I think you get a DUI on a horse too. I'm not yeah, I think, I think you I've heard can that, also. That one. I just didn't know that it was applicable also to a, a store aisle. That's what I, I didn't know. Okay, so um, a Florida man drives a stolen truck to Space Force Base to warn of a battle between aliens and dragons. Real at Brevard County. The man called it a mission from the President of the United States. According to WESH Channel 2 News, 29-year-old Corey Johnson stole a Ford F-150 from Riviera Beach three days before he drove to Patrick Space Force Base. He tried to get on the base. He claimed that the President told him, in his mind, that he needed to take the vehicle and warn government officials that there were you that there were aliens here in the United States fighting Chinese dragons. He was arrested and booked into jail, Brevard County Jail. He was also charged with grand theft of a motor vehicle. His bond set at $3,000. $3, oh, I mean, he really was, th- he really thought that there was, okay. I mean, all right, I, I see it. Uh, good heavens. Let's see. We also have, oh my gosh. We had the, uh, I think we've had a story like this before. Yes, we have. Let me pass this up. Oh, boy. No, I can't read this one. No, 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 no. Why is it that when people get busted for drugs, and especially when you have, like, um, canine units that show up, you think that you're going to be creative in hiding the drugs? So two Florida women were arrested on multiple charges, and one of the women got a little extra charge because they had meth. And the women who have been since booked, one of them decided to hide her meth in a place only women have. And it was totally found, and she totally got another charge. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. It's almost impossible for us to know what the exact cost of the this like shift, both legally and culturally. But it's really hard for us to know what it is. And it's hard for us to say that's exactly what was happening in Uvalde. But it's likely that this is affecting the way that police do their jobs. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. How much?
much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.